0: in an abandoned underground city at the spanish coast near malaga i found a usb stick containing 300 random movies from art house to weird from obscure to notorious now in lockdown it is time to watch and discuss them all in an international podcast project two turks and a german to filmmakers and a mystery man, welcome to Mysterium Pictorum. Welcome, welcome to Mysterium Pictorum, episode 19. This time we are going to talk about Andrey Tarkovsky's film, uh, Nostalgia. Uh, it certainly is a moving picture, although it doesn't always seem that way. Um, but before we are going to, uh I don't know, debase ourselves by uh, talking crap about this master of the craft, let us tell you guys who we are are. Nissan, who are you?
1: My name is Nissan. I'm a podcaster, filmmaker and uh, an actor and also we have a special guest today. I talked in the last uh, episode that we're gonna watch Andrea Tarkovsky's uh, movie, uh, Nostalgia, which was a loved movie by my father for some reason. I couldn't invite my father um, but I invited my mother. She's someone who knew him very well, so... <laughs> Well, yeah, Nissan's mom is back. Hi. Hello there. Who are
0: you?
2: I am Özden, um, 58, a translator. Um, this was the second Tarkovsky movie I have ever watched. Um, although I, I know Tarkovsky was very popular in the 80s in Turkey, the depressed youth of 80s um, who had... Survived a military uh, coup, uh, adored him. And one of them uh, was the guy who later became my husband and uh, with whom I had a child who is now sitting there (laughs) looking at me (laughs) with a sarcastic smile. So he, uh, he was a huge fan of Tarkovsky. But strangely, we never watched together, Uh, we never watched Tarkovsky together. Well, back then there was no internet. It was uh, not yet the age of uh, VHS, the uh, video cassettes. And uh, Tarkovsky was not uh, in the uh, usual movie theaters, of course. I think he watched uh, his movies in some special uh, screening in a cultural center or something like that. So I, I never got to uh, watch those movies, but this nostalgia, he always, I'm still talking about your dad, by <laughs> the way. He always talked about great, uh, with great admiration about nostalgia
0: it's funny i've actually seen a, a vhs scan of nostalgia and i don't think this is one of the movies that uh, fares well uh, in vhs quality but before we go into that further jaren um who are you i'm jaren and that's all you need to know i, but I, I like lies who? yes <laughs> you like what uh, no, 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 no. I I think you were going to ask something, something interesting. Yeah. I was going to say, who are you? <laughs> oh. Since nobody
3: asks you usually. And I'm not sure if we have to ask you, you know, being this famous TikTok star now.
0: That's that. that, that that's true. Nissan has more TikTok followers than, 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 than I do. Um,
3: well, she has um, more boobs than you do too.
0: Well, that, that, that depends on, on how much I weigh on a particular day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, uh, I, I, was, I was so glad you asked. Um, hi, my name is Lars Henriks. I'm a, a, writer, director and actor from Hamburg, Germany. And you can find out everything about me on www.larshenricks.de. Um, I'm also on TikTok. It's at Lars Henriks in one word. Uh, I, I am back. Uh, I am making content again. It's awesome. My TikTok channel is pure awesomeness, and I have like 27 subscribers. Uh, mm-hmm. Nisan has 34. So I
1: have already 38.
0: Nissan has 38. She she surpassed me.
1: I even made a, a TikTok <laughs> video with my mom.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so so so, if you want to see all of us, check out our TikTok channels. Um, and I must admit, shamefully, I'm back on Instagram too. Um, no. Yeah, not 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 entirely my choice. Uh, there's, a, there, there, there's a, a thing coming up. Um, I think I'm just going to talk about it right now because I signed the contract. Um, two DVD and Blu-ray boxes are going to have a wide release in the US. Um, the New York-based uh, label SRS Cinema, which is doing awesome work for worldwide uh, arthouse and, and um, underground cinema mainly underground cinema let's be honest um uh, <laughs> they, they they are releasing these two box sets uh containing our movies and um uh, because that is coming up uh, I I I need to be back on Instagram at least sporadically uh, to, to promote it um, all of you guys were right it's unprofessional to delete all, uh, all your socials and, uh, so yeah I'm back there but uh, but I mainly just upload my TikTok stuff so fuck Instagram um, follow me on TikTok because I do want to beat Nissan at the who has the most followers game um <laughs> All right. I'm glad that we, that we, that, that we did so well introducing ourselves. Now, after we did this so awesomely and you, dear listener, I, I, I am sure you are impressed by our um, introductory skills. Um, <laughs> now I think it's your turn to go on iTunes or the podcast app of your choosing and leave us a review. We need reviews because uh, these really, truly help uh, us uh, being discovered by new listeners. And while we love our listener base, um, we would like to expand it. So uh, please, please leave us a review uh, to make us love you. And let's be honest, no one loves you in this world. That's why you uh, spend so much time listening to podcasts, imagining we were your friends, because you don't have friends who talk about these movies with you. Um, So if you want us to love you back, uh, just leave us a review and we will. All right. All right. Now, um, did we love the movie? I think our guests uh, can go first. How did you like the film Nostalgia?
2: Um, okay, now, I, unlike what you said a minute ago, I don't want to cancel Tarkovsky or anything <laughs> like that. I accept him as an important part of the history of cinema, but that part doesn't speak to me. I mean, it's not my thing. I would, okay. The the uh, photography was amazing. And um the only other Taykowski movie I watched was uh, The Childhood of Ivan, but it was many years ago, like 30 plus years ago, I think. I don't remember the movie. There was a child though. And whose name was Ivan.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: but I had the same impression about it. Yes, the photography is great, but uh, I I could just go to a uh, photograph exhibition, you know, cinema is more than that. Uh, of course, I mean cinema is satori for, for me at least. This is uh, what um, I, I like or what I think cinema uh, ab- about when I think about cinema. Uh, I need a story. Uh, doesn't have to be a story uh, in a the classical linear, uh, linearly uh, told story. I'm not um, referring to that, but um, I need something, ideas statements, stories, something, and I need characters that's even much more important. I need humans, human characters. I don't think Tarkovsky, uh, judging based only on two films, and I um, uh, admit that they are not his best or most uh, well best known movies. I, I think they are not his masterpieces.
0: Uh, Stalker is, I think, his most well-known. But I think that every one of his movies is considered yes, one of his masterpieces, yes, yes. much like uh, Kubrick.
2: He his movies require uh, patience. I admit that um, I could have. Uh, I watched the first one in in a movie theater. But it was still the same for me. Yesterday we watched it all together. Of course, we talked to each other. There was raving, crazy neighbors,
1: men <laughs> shouting outside. So
2: there was lots of distraction. But I watched the first movie in a movie theater and my, um, it was again the same. Everybody says this. His movies require uh, concentration and patience. Um But I want to shout out at him uh, what Tarantino once said, it is called motion picture.
3: <laughs> it's so static,
2: <laughs> everything. It's photography, an amazing <laughs> photography, but uh, okay, not movie. And uh, let me not hijack the whole podcast now. I will come to that, remind me uh, later. I would come to this uh, lack of character development in his movies.
0: All right, great. You touched on many points that I uh, do want to go into further later in the podcast. Um, But before we get there, Nissan, how did you like it? Just a brief overview.
1: I don't understand what uh, my father uh, loved about this film. But I mean, he also liked Avatar, so... He had a weird taste. <laughs> um, and I mean, uh, I don't know if you, mom, I, I don't know if you, uh, if you heard or if you listened to our last podcast, we uh, three watched a movie which was four hours long and which was very artsy and very depressive. And we all loved it because it was, uh, the story was not told in a classic way, as you said, But there was a story and there were characters and um, I think we all, and you too, can watch slow movies when it's done right. Or I don't know who am I to say what's right and wrong when when it's done right for me. This was not done right for me.
3: All
0: right, Jaren, how did you like it? I, I had
3: high expectations from this and none of them were fulfilled, so I can't say that I liked it.
0: Ah, oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those negative episodes again. <laughs> All right, so let me let me try let me try to be more appreciative than you guys. Um, but this is really um, I'm playing a part here. Um, but but whatever. Uh, yesterday when we watched it, I said uh, I think my letterbox review is gonna be dear Andre. What? <laughs> um, and, I, and I think that that is going to be my letterbox review um, <laughs> but this is one of those films and we have lots of them in this list that um, I, I think this has to do with me being forced to engage with the movie after we watch them because because I want to provide something of value to uh, whoever listens to this I don't want to just go oh, well I didn't like it here's a fart joke bye I think there's lots of podcasts and, and, and uh, YouTube reviewers who do that and I think that offers no value whatsoever. So I I do always try to provide some information about the production history. I always read up on the movies. I always uh, read other people's interpretations and I always seek to find something uh, to to, to talk about, uh, even if I didn't like the movie or even if the movie left me cold. We had a couple of meh movies and I think we still managed to get some interesting discussions out of those. These uh, more enigmatic uh, uh, boomer classics um mm-hmm. often uh, have that effect on me that, that 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 after I've watched them they grow in my head like um when it, uh, for example I had trouble following the plot when we when we watched the film yesterday because I I, I don't know it was subtitled i i, I missed crucial pieces apparently and, and our neighbors were raving our, our neighbors neighbors were raving and then killing each other it's it's the thing they do um they're foreigners well, who, who <laughs> knows <laughs> what they're into. Um, oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm constantly surrounded by them. <laughs> um, no, so 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 uh, I, I I read what the what the story was on on Wikipedia, and I thought that's not the plot that I've just watched. Where did these people get those plot points? And I listened to podcasts about the film, and I've watched some uh, video essays. and Wow, you really did some homework. I always do. You guys, you're always also <laughs> surprised that I that I prepare for these. It's like don't you don't you realize whatever um, no, but, uh, 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 but but but, but there was a lot that other people pointed out um like when we watched the godard film there really was, wasn't anything that i liked uh, to this day and i've read a lot about that film i've 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 argued with people on reddit for hours about that film i i was the most hated person on on on, on the subreddit true film for for like 2 days um and 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 that film is a piece of shit uh, but 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 this one there was a lot that people pointed out and it's all actually on the on the visual um side of things uh, a, a couple of things maybe plot wise there there is a bit to dig into and and, and think about but, but there is i think a lot to appreciate about this uh, probably not on the first watch and i uh, I, I can't watch a film like this without Appas, I think. I fell asleep uh, watching it. It's, 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 I don't know. It's a film to do Coke to. Um, <laughs>
1: no, that would be so boring.
0: I, well, it's boring like this, too. So or, I don't know. Um, so how did we watch it? Uh, we talked a bit about about the circumstances under which we watched it. So yeah, uh, rave, raving neighbors. Um, <laughs> like after after the the really loud techno music uh, was 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 over, um, people were apparently punching each other. Some people were <laughs> falling to the floor. Um, there, there, there was a lot of yelling. Um, it was interesting, more interesting than the movie. Uh, we did watch it in our home theater, and uh, I think it looked quite good. It's it's nice to watch it on a um, More or less big screen. Uh, You guys, anything to add about how we watched it?
2: I I think you mentioned everything there was. Oh, there were also uh, galloping cats oh yes, yes 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 yes
0: yes our our cats uh like every every time we start watching a movie our cats get really bored and then they start fighting and and, and that goes on for like uh 15 minutes and then they give up uh and they
1: always do it like in front of us for attention
0: yeah and one of them the one is... who
1: is named after uh, a movie we watched a mystery movie character we watched in this podcast yeah
0: right himiko from uh pinocchio um uh, she 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 uh, always when watches slow cinema film. She uh, tries to go into the image. It's really funny. <laughs> like uh, if it's a film that it's edited really quickly, that doesn't happen. I think it has something to do with her perception of of uh, there being a real room in the uh, on the screen. But uh, always when that happens, she really tries to get in there. And she did yesterday, so that was also more interesting than lots <laughs> of the stuff that went on on screen. Nissan, anything to add?
1: No, I just thought, uh, again about, about the movie we watched last week and, um, uh, this one. They were both also kind of about depression or, or I don't know, depressed movies, depressing movies and, um, I also got some Godard vibes from Tarkovsky but in a not that way so <laughs> I thought maybe it's also a generation thing that I just don't get the sufferings of boomers I, I get it more if a millennial writes it
0: I love it you you, you uh, both of you guys constantly uh, touch on stuff that, that that I have in my in my uh, list for things to talk about in this oh, really? in this podcast yeah we, we, we're going to get to all of these points it's 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 lovely we think alike um Jaren, how did you watch I watched it struggling not to fall asleep with a cat
3: on my lap. <laughs> um, a couple of days ago, I don't remember when exactly. This week, this week has been crazy. I think I I captured the cinematographic essence of the movie with a decent TV at least.
0: So we did have a similar experience
3: because how, I, how hmm.
1: did uh, how did the cat like it?
3: <laughs> oh, he was fine with it. He just sat on my lap for like how long is the movie two hours he didn't move
0: all right uh okay now story summary time um <laughs> you guys please feel free <laughs> to add anything because i had i had real trouble following and i've read like uh i think the english language wikipedia the german one and watched one uh, video essay and i hope i was able to piece together the story um,
3: by the way i'm i'm interested in what your perceived storyline is versus what you read about
0: uh, yeah yeah, yeah. We, can, we can we can talk about that but but my perceived storyline doesn't amount to much <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but yeah uh let me let me try to sum up the story i'm i'm i actually did try to to uh, stay very close to what i perceived myself i just tried to uh, fill in some gaps and get some interpretations um, and all these sources uh, contradicted each other so um i might still be off a hundred miles um all right, so there's this Russian poet, and he's traveling through Italy, uh, accompanied by a female interpreter. Um Apparently, he's researching a composer, which is something I read. Um... In the beginning, they uh, arrive uh, at a church or monastery or something like that. Uh, she, they, they want to go in. Then he decides he doesn't want to go in, but she goes in. Inside that monastery, church thing, whatever Christian building, she meets a misogynist priest who uh, tells her about about how women are mainly destined to be mothers, and that's it. And she, but she, she gets a bit pissed at that. Um, and then there are there are like wailing women. Uh, uh, praying to a madonna statue i think um so yeah uh, and, and lots of candles um then she goes back to the poet and the two of them arrive in a dingy hotel um it's it's really it's really run down everything in this movie is run down and and uh, breaking apart uh and they 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 have a little talk they have a lot, little heart to heart they sit on opposite sides of a, a hallway uh their backs to each other and they um talk about how the russian guy is very very home sick. Um, Then the Russian guy goes to his room and falls asleep. A dog uh, lies down next to his bed. And then we get treated to a um, dream sequence in which there are like some women. Um, I read that these are supposed to be his wife, mother and child. And they're all just looking. And every now and then, uh, I don't know, uh, um, a shot from uh, Ingmar Bergman's persona um, gets uh, <laughs> gets imitated I, I i don't even know if this was made no no this was definitely made after persona whatever um yeah th- th- then uh, the next day the poets and the interpreter they um take a walk and uh, they they walk alongside a pool and in this pool there are some uh, people who are i think she says or or he says they're in there because they want to live forever um whatever that means and they talk about a guy uh, who is a lunatic about a christian Christian lunatic who locked away his family for 7 years until the police set them free and how that guy belongs into an asylum and the poet gets a bit upset at that because he thinks uh, that's that's just very mean to say about a guy who locked away his family for 7 years um that's he that I that, don't that, that even guy Remember
1: that part? Oh I, 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 you, I what? You missed that, that was like
3: half of the
0: movie. So yeah um that there is the 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 Russian poet gets a bit upset um at the suggestion that this guy uh, belongs to an asylum him. he thinks that's just ignorant um of of society uh the, the major joker vibes there um mm-hmm. so then uh he wants to meet that lunatic because that guy sounds like a kindred soul um and uh, the interpreter leads him to the lunatic the lunatic doesn't want to talk to the woman um, but he he gladly uh, talks to the poet uh he uh, shows him his house which is just this ruin full of water uh and then the, the 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 guy says some crazy things about the world ending and then he says it's really easy to save the world you just have to take this candle and carry it across that pool in which the in which the people were bitching about him um and the the, the russian poet takes the candle from him and promises to walk with it across the pool then um uh, the poet and the interpreter um are back in the hotel, and the interpreter says she's madly in love with the poet, who does not, uh, who, do, who does not um, have similar feelings for her. At which she gets very, very angry and shows him one of her boobs. Um, then, <laughs> after that, uh, uh, she should have showed
2: both. Why one of them? I, I think. I think. Well, that was...
3: she showed her heart,
0: not her boob. No, 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 no! It, it was definitely a boob. Uh, the heart <laughs> It was the
2: left one, so he she yeah. was showing. Yeah, he's. No,
0: right. The heart is more in the middle. She was showing a boob. She was clearly showing a boob, and then in the other hand, she had a brush. Plus, she had reddish hair. I think that was a That's painting supposed
1: to be. What's this? Yeah, what's the name? of this
0: i don't know the name of or venus oh maybe it's the venus yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. okay so so uh we're very cultivated people we (laughs) uh know (laughs) about paintings um all right, so Angry Boob, uh after after looking at the Angry Boob, uh the 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 Russian is really sad and um he gets drunk in a lost place uh that is filled with water. Um he reads uh, some poems that uh, Tarkovsky's actual dad uh, has written. Uh, he recites them, then uh, the book, the poems are in burns, and then the drunk Russian guy tells a joke to a little girl. Uh the joke goes something like this. Uh, I don't know, a a, a man sees another man drowning in a a puddle of mud or something. And then he pulls him out. And then the other man says, why did you pull me out? That was my home. Uh, Actually, solid, I think. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, then uh, while all that happens, the crazy guy uh, preaches in the city um, and uh, says, I don't know, we need to go back to having real values. We need to save the world. And uh, then he sets himself on fire, obviously. Um, which is, which is really, really cool. Like, like, I, uh, me, a dumb guy, I like uh, burning people and explosions and stuff. So I was, that, that was my sequence in this film. Um, and, and that looked really cool too. Uh, so he sets himself on fire and, uh, the, poet takes his candle um, and uh, the uh, walks through the pool. The pool is by now drained, so it's, uh, I guess, easier than before to walk with the burning candle across the pool. And then we get treated to a 10-minute sequence, um, a 10-minute scene without a cut, in which the guy walks across the pool, I think, three times. And then in the end, he uh, breaks down, uh, lies on the ground. And I read that he's supposed to be dead at that point. So that's the story. Um, gripping tail, ain't it? Why are you holding the microphone to my face? I don't know. I thought maybe you would like to say something. <laughs> gripping tail, ain't it?
1: I, I,
2: uh, thoughts, I had serious thoughts about all this. I am more, um, interested in a personal dimension, um, in the sense that what, what makes, a Filmmaker, for instance, or any other artist, make uh, the the film he or she makes. <laughs> now, this sounds like she sells seashells on the seashore. What I mean is um, the biography, the life experiences, uh, which uh, also um, happen, take place within a certain uh, historical moment, a cultural uh, co- uh, context, uh, all uh, of this that make the uh, director Tarkovsky, for instance, uh, what he is, what he was. So, uh, for instance, one of them, I was, um, I remembered, I thought of this um, yesterday when watching the movie, actually, and later I expanded on it a bit uh, when I read about him. I also read about him. Uh, while uh, I was coming here on the way, this uh, joke uh, he told the um, the girl, uh, the man says, "Why did you save me it was my home? This um, this is because I, I think uh, this is a characteristic of the of Russian society. Now, uh, there is this um, uh, a lot of uh, the, this movie, the guy lived during the Cold War, by the way and this movie was also uh, his most of his movies uh, were made during the uh, he he's a product of the cold war period and one propaganda of the west during the cold war was that uh soviet union is a very closed society because because of oppression because of the regime That might be partially, partially true, but um, it is actually the culture, the Russian culture is very closed. So there is always this nostalgia about the uh, expatriate Russians. In all um, the art, Russian art produced abroad, there is this theme. Uh, you you don't see it in any other. Uh, I I remember, for instance, I watched many years ago on the Turkish television there was a, a series uh, about uh, Peter the uh, First, the Peter the Great, the Tsar. So he was the first Tsar who, first Russian Emperor, who traveled abroad and it was uh, it received such a horrible reaction in the uh, in the country um those priests uh, church people and many noble of the nobility tried to stop him even some priests uh, lied on his way when he was uh, going with, with many horses uh, chariots they were going uh, to I think towards Sweden, towards the Western border, some priests, uh, lied on the ground to stop them. And they, they just, the chariots crashed past them. It was a horrible scene. So it was such a horrible thing to go abro- abroad. Uh, there is this, uh, I don't know if it is, it, it is a conservative attitude, of course, but, I don't know if it is mere conservatism or something else. Turks have similar uh, paranoia that uh, foreign cultures, the West especially, will um, soil us, will contaminate us. Turks also have this. This is a characteristic of uh, closed societies, I guess. But Turks also have... uh, a curiosity to go to know the different and to conquer, if possible. This is the real obsession of Turks to conquer, uh, because probably because they never had a place they called home. Russians uh, have had a place to call home, and they they just don't want to leave that home. And when they go out of that home, they get sick. This is a very a recurring theme in, in Russian, uh, Russian diaspora art. Um, and Tarkovsky was not uh, an exception.
0: Great. Uh, before, before I, I, I will, um, I, I, I want to add something to that. Um, but before I do, um, Yaren, uh, do you have any general comments on the story of the film?
3: Hmm. i my most general comment is i tried to make sense of it but the lack of character development i guess doesn't didn't stick any concrete actions like why did he do this and that in the storyline yeah to...
0: it, it, it it didn't that, that that was what bothered me most too right it it it, it like it didn't seem like it went anywhere Like Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes, films like this feel like it was all worth it in the end because because there's some conclusion, and I think there wasn't in this case. But um, okay, Um, I wanna I wanna I wanna yeah I I wanna talk about this uh, Russian homesickness thing because I think I I've I've read something interesting about uh, what Tarkovsky said about that and this film. Um, So so uh, Tarkovsky uh, said that uh, much like you just said, he he said that for Russians, uh, homesickness feels like an Actual disease and incredibly painful and that's what this film is about um, but he still he wasn't uh, willing to ever go back uh, to russia he had left the soviet union because he had uh, clashed with um, with the film board um, actually, I don't even think he was <laughs> in the right in this case. Uh, so there was uh, like um, uh, the, the Soviet Union, as we know, was was very much uh, an atheist state, and they didn't want expressions of religion in the state-funded art. Uh, and Tarkovsky was a, was an extremely religious guy. So 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 he was he was a major Christian, and uh, he uh, had been in the process. Like he, he had a- always clashed with uh, with the f- uh, funding board over over this this uh, topic. He had always tried to sneak religious metaphors into everything, but they were on to him. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> um, and
2: that was his main point of contention. I mean, he is uh, hailed in the West as a uh, dissident. But he didn't have any problem with with this. He told this, uh, actually, himself. His problem was about spirituality, religion, not about the regime. I uh, read about his biography a little bit. Do you remember Nisan? Uh, we uh, thought he looked like a, a Polish acquaintance of us, Tadeusz. Actually, he did have Polish roots. His <laughs> uh, paternal family... Uh, migrated from Poland.
0: So you have good eyes for the different varieties of (laughs) Slavic people. That's fantastic. It
2: happens when you live in a multinational environment. So now his uh, paternal family, Tarkovsky, actually is a Polish name, uh, as I read. His paternal family is from uh, Poland, had Polish origins. His grandfather migrated. And his maternal family, uh, the name of the guy, I think Dubasov, his maternal family his mother's name was Dubasova her grandfather was the uh, butcher of Moscow who uh, who the the guy uh, the general the tsarist uh, general who uh, suppressed the Moscow um uprisings the Moscow revolution of 1905 and before that this general also um was in the uh, suppressing of many peasant uprisings. He burned people alive, uh, locking them up in barns. And his uh, nickname was Barn Burner because of this. So this was a real cruel uh, general. And uh, Tarkovsky's mother or maternal family in general uh, kept their connection with this guy, a secret during the Soviet times, but they kept their connection with them. Uh, but he was already dead, I think. He was the grandfather of uh, Tarkovsky's mother, if I'm not wrong. Anyway, um, th- what I'm trying to uh, the, the point I'm trying to make is uh, Tarkovsky's. Oh, by the way, Tarkovsky's uh, father <laughs> was a colleague of mine. He was a translator and a poet. Also, actually, both parents. His father was a translator and a poet, and his mother was a proofreader.
1: Um, So that's why the André character was a poet. He called the character after himself and gave him... Uh, his father's profession.
2: So um, now I will be, uh, I know you will call me a racist again, Lars, <laughs> uh, but...
0: I'm sure I will.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, uh, I couldn't find any information about religion, but uh, paternal family as uh, being immigrants from Poland could be uh Catholic and could be religious because Polish people are known to be religious. Okay.
3: Wait, how how yeah, how is that racist? Yeah,
2: that
0: was just cultural chauvinism. Okay.
2: Sorry, uh, Lars corrected me. It is cultural chauvinism.
1: So, um good that we have the white guy here who explains us all about racism.
0: Yeah, you people don't seem to know.
1: Yes, thank you, Nisan.
2: So, um of course, he grew up during the war and of course his father went to war. Uh, so they moved to his uh, mother's family. They uh, He spent his childhood in his uh, maternal uh, home, uh, his mother's home. So my point is, um, it might be the beginning of some religious, conservative, right-wing uh, influences on him. Because I, I find him co- conservative today. He would, he would not be that popular in the West because he is downright a downright right-wing guy.
0: I don't know. Navalny from Russia is very popular in the West and just read the stuff the guy says. Uh, it's, it's incredible to me how left-wing Twitter users um, fell in love with that person. But uh, let's not be too controversial here. <laughs> I'm
2: not trying to cancel him. Uh, like I said, he has amazing photography,
0: but... So does Mel Gibson. So does Mel Gibson. Um, but, 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 but yeah, religion obviously incredibly important uh, to to this yeah seemingly very reactionary man because um he has this uh, the, this this homesickness that he describes as a disease. But. Um, that was completely self-inflicted. He had he had uh, a film in production. Uh, there was a there was a script that was approved of by the film board. Uh, he was he, he had started uh, production. I think he was halfway through with it. So so uh, uh, the, the, then the then the film board uh, noticed the differences between the between the approved script and the shooting script, and said uh, it can't be that religious. And he got very upset. Uh, he I think had like a meltdown. Burnt. Uh, the film reels and left the country because uh, he wanted to make his religious movie. Um, and then, uh, so, so religion was so important to him that even though he had this homesickness that he made this uh, torturing film about uh, that, that was apparently uh, eating away at him so badly, it was still preferably to him than to make uh, films that are not expressions of his deep religious feelings. So yeah, apparently uh, Tarkovsky is a man who who, um, uh, took his religion very, very seriously, and lost everything uh, because of it. Like, uh, in w- while he was in exile, like his, his family broke apart, and then he got really sick, and then he died. Um, it's 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 tragic, really. But uh, I, I I hope he ca- he went into heaven. I mean, in that case, it was all worth it, right? Uh, so so hopefully that uh, secured his ticket to heaven, and he's now uh, sitting on some cloud with um, some some holy person. Um, but, but I, I thought, uh, Özden. I thought that was Stalin. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Do you guys think that Stalin is in heaven? Because Stalin was an atheist, wasn't he? So he can't be in heaven.
1: Yeah, but Turks really admire Joseph Stalin.
0: Oh, you think? You think uh, a Turk is in charge of of who gets into heaven and who doesn't? Of course. Okay, <laughs> which, which Turk exactly is it? Atatürk. Of course yes. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting, interesting theory. Um I don't know if the Catholic Church would agree with you. I don't know if Tarkovsky would agree with you, but no, um
1: but, uh, Turkish people were one of the first Christians, you know.
0: That 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 is true. That is true. Uh, still I That is know. not true well uh, the, the where, where today the Turkish nation is there were uh, many of the first Christians of course Saint Nicholas uh he's he, from uh, Turkey yeah yeah he he's famous for punching people in the face who uh who say Jesus wasn't that God
1: sounds about Turkish to me
0: and he's also famous for returning from the grave <laughs> and giving children presents is it's 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 he's, a, he's he was I, th- I I think he was a Greek actually but he was he was uh they
2: are descendants
0: okay so 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 Saint Saint Nicholas is a Turk Turkish people are the OG Christians. Yaren, why not?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Turks weren't in Turkey back
0: then. all right all right fair point fair point um let's let's uh quickly move on uh back to Tarkovsky how we get to that <laughs> I I you you said something about Stalin uh being in heaven because because Atatürk
2: why not if there is a god <laughs> if there is a god and
0: then he might well be Atatürk I know that's if, the Turkish if, if, way if the god is not Maoist
2: if this is the world he created his heaven would be for people who has made this world possible
0: no uh I'm, I'm i'm sure that is the case um let's 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 have tarkovsky on and and discuss uh, theology with him do not
2: offend tarkovsky's soul by insulting his God.
0: All right, Nisan, you were uh, talking last time about uh, your dad and your nostalgia for Istanbul. Uh, like your, your, your dad said to you that your nostalgia for, uh, for Istanbul uh, was just like uh, the nostalgia described in this movie. Can you elaborate on that now that you've watched the film?
1: I mean, he was a drunk. I don't know <laughs>
0: how, how he related to Can you be that? a bit more sentimental? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, like... Uh, I don't know. I couldn't relate at all. I thought, oh, because my father uh, told me when I had my nostalgia, uh, because I had my nostalgia in that way. I, I wasn't in Turkey for over 10 years and, um, and I was in a, I lived in a bubble in Kadıköy in Turkey and I lived like in a really white trash small town in Germany. And so I, in my head, uh, and I was a teenager and stuff. And then as a teenager, I think you make your childhood to a bubble anyway. And I could even physically, um, make them, uh, um, separate them, you know? So I always, in my head, I thought, um, my childhood, Bubble without white trash people, so it has nothing to do with with what we saw in this film. And then when I went back in my twenties, um, I I I remet my childhood friends, uh, my family members. I I went to places where I grew up. And then my father kept telling me, "Oh, this is like Tarkovsky's Nostalgia," and I, I don't understand what he was talking about.
0: Maybe he didn't remember the movie too well, uh, or maybe, I maybe, maybe so. it maybe it was it, it was about, about Ivan's childhood because because what you describe sounds more like Paradise Lost in, in more ways than one. Yes,
3: as Zen said, he was talking about this like in the eighties, even before VHS. So maybe he was just a poser. He didn't even watch the movie. <laughs>
0: He did so. So so. Uh, th- th- there are there are plenty of, of theories floating around in this episode. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I but 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 I but I but I see your point, Nisan, um, be, be, because mainly um, you you always keep talking about uh, the the quote unquote culture shock of coming from a cultured academic uh, upper class intellectual part of Istanbul to uh, Germany, which doesn't have culture uh, in general. Um, and, and 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 then into in, into a, into to an extremely poor and and as you said white trash part of it too um so, uh, and and in this film the 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 poet uh, was i think smitten with italian culture and the film had great respect for italian culture so you couldn't make a film like that about germany because as i said and i want to restate that germany does not have culture um that's just not a thing that uh, exists in germany um, I think this is an important message. You
2: as a German have license to say that, of course, <laughs> but that's ridiculous. Every, everybody, every place, every human community has culture and... Okay. But let's get back to Tarkovsky. Yes, let's go back to Tarkovsky. Okay, now you tell Germany, we tell about
0: Turkey, <laughs> It's it will just... Uh... Let's talk about Russia and Italy let's some more. Let's talk about <laughs> Russia... All right, uh Yalan, uh the dialogue, mm-hmm. was it high school dialogue? Dialogue
3: was again they talked so much without saying anything. It yeah, it, it exactly. was just there to keep you busy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Exactly. Uh, you, you, you're always so brief and so on point. It's 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 <laughs> lovely. I I can never manage to do that. Uh, now, let me get Let's back to
1: Aries. We Aries people talk like to talk too much.
0: Let's go into astrology a bit. <laughs> we don't You mean have... birthday racism? <laughs> what is uh, Tarkovsky's zodiac sign again? Aries. Aries. He's an Aries. Uh, I think Tarkovsky is one of the greatest directors who ever lived, uh, which is because Aries make the best directors. Just saying, just saying, just putting okay. that out there. The
2: only thing Aries about him, as I read uh, his biography, was at school he was a bad student and a troublemaker.
0: Yeah, plus he got extremely upset when they wouldn't let him that one aspect that he wanted to put in his movies and left the country because he was so angry. <laughs> like, like, that's very Aries of him. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yaren, do you agree? Is uh, is Tarkovsky a typical Aries to you? <laughs> do you get Aries vibes?
3: <laughs> oh, of course, all the time. Whenever I watch a Tarkovsky movie, I say, yo, oh, this guy must be an Aries."
0: No. <laughs> see, I, I I think his films are not very Aries. No. Is uh, isn't oh. isn't Tarantino Aries. an Aries? A Tarantino is an Aries. And his films feel like the films of an Aries, right? Yes,
1: definitely. <laughs> Tarkowski Tarkowski. is more like I don't know. He's, he's an Aquarius. Aquarius, <laughs> Aquarius, or maybe even Pisces or something. Yeah, like so like
0: like, like a boring or Pisces cancer. <laughs> or Cancer or <laughs> Cancer. <laughs> yeah, I love I I, I love the the, the uh, cinematic astrology here, but yeah. <laughs> the thing
1: is, I'm not even joking, guys.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, all right, uh, yeah, uh, Nissan, you touched upon this earlier. Um. We watched Godard, we watched uh, films by Tarkovsky, by uh, Zula. This
1: burning scene was kind of pretty areas because it was, you didn't expect it and, um, (laughs) sorry, and it was, it was like a really bam scene.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Nisan, you touched on this earlier um, uh, about these boomer directors. Yes. Um, we watched Godard. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting from the top because I'm, I, I was building to a punchline here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't do that to me. We, 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 we watched films by Godard. We watch films by Tarkovsky. We watch films by Zulowski. We uh, watch films by Chodorowski. And uh, one thing they all have in common, except for Godard, is they end with ski. That's that's important if you're a boomer director. Like these people, most of these people uh, aren't even baby boomers. I know I'm I'm using the terminology wrong. I'm talking about a specific mindset and I'm I'm talking about the people who mainly adore these movies. So uh, don't at me. Uh, and Reddit just calmed down. Um, uh, so 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 yeah no. A um, thing that 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 you because Nisan you said you said this film felt a bit like watching the Godard film. Um And and I I remember we watched uh, not for this podcast but once we we watched in the cinema um, the film on the silver globe. By, uh, by 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 Zulawski um, and and, and Khodorovsky, uh, does this all the time too. <laughs> um, the thing is, these films always uh, apparently take pains to come across as uh, very philosophical. Um, slightly open to interpretation while at the same time yelling their message into your face there's a guy in this movie towards the end who uh, holds a speech he preaches the message of the movie so so you 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 uh to, to to make sure that you don't miss it uh in in on the silver globe they 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 scream it into the camera what it is all about like in the in the godard film too uh, people constantly articulate uh the 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 the, the message uh, while at the same time pretending to be more or less vague because there's no story um the, the the message is most of the time i need to be able to feel dead i i can have long hair dead <laughs> hug me dead um and uh and 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 and, and yeah um they they also seem uh, to offer room to insert oneself so the audience can feel like they discovered this message themselves even though the camera uh, the, the 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 protagonist just yelled it into the camera the protagonist says dear audience the message of this film is that i must be able to feel the feelings i feel and then the audience can go i think this film is about um, the necessity <laughs> to be able to feel the feelings one feels i think that's uh what unites all these films and i'm sorry i'm i'm, I'm painting such a negative picture of these movies and their makers and their fans um uh i I read uh, as i said a lot of get over yourself well yeah on on one hand yes uh but but I, i i as i said i read lots of um lots of reviews to this film and uh i i see the value like uh people get a lot out of these um and uh and and and, and especially uh, in case of this movie i've seen uh, like there is so much ambiguity here uh that so, so much can be interpreted here you can insert yourself and your own feelings into so much of this and i think uh, the thing that tarkovsky does is
1: not if you're a woman though uh,
0: of course not but 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 that's another thing yeah. um
1: character development
0: yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 are going to to talk about the woman question. <laughs> 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 no, but, but 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 I think I I don't want to put down these films so generally, but um, th- there is a, a a kind of annoyance that I started to feel uh with with this kind of filmmaking. Um, I know that Nissan agrees. Yarin, uh, is there any truth to you and what I just said? I.
3: I guess so. I mean, I feel more and more that I'm getting too old for these movies. Yeah, I get it. You have innuendos and, I don't know, talk about poetry and give us mm, tiny messages we have to decipher, but I don't know, it's getting tiring.
0: Interesting. Getting too old for that. That's uh, yeah. That that, that's interesting because usually uh, these are regarded as very mature movies, right? So yeah, I I I I like that sentiment. Um, Mm. First, then, as the only member of the uh, generation in question here, um, uh, did I make you angry just now? No. No. (laughs) Why? I'm so glad. So uh, is there is does anything about that about about my my uh, unrefined rant ring true to you?
2: Mm, No.
1: Did you listen? I missed it, I confess. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so um, this is this is an example of uh, of of the, the, a typical boomer. <laughs> I, I must say, this is like this is like uh, yeah, the, 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 this is how it is. Um, this is a millennial boomer generation. It's it's too typical to to change anything about it. I love it. Um, it's it's very it's it's a very authentic part of the podcast. I, I apologize, it's fine. You don't you don't apologize. Your generation doesn't do that. Um, let's, do <laughs> let's 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 move on. Um, uh, let, let, let's go to the to the thing about. Um, there is no room for women to insert themselves. The character development thing. Um, I've been looking forward to to, to this. You you, you teased uh, this since yesterday that you had something uh, to 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 share about that. So take it away.
2: No, actually, thinking about it, there is no man either. I mean, the uh, character is man is is male because the creator is male. So of course he creates his character in the likeness of himself. That's
0: normal basic god stuff
1: yes ex- <laughs> there are many uh, examples where uh, where male directors uh, didn't do it where they created uh, their alter egos in in women or in little girls last yeah, one da- Trier does that
0: danish directors in general do that <laughs>
1: or also this uh, stop, winding reffen the stop motion movie we all watched mary and max oh and yes in reality mary was a boy
0: Was the director, actually, yeah. And it
1: was the director. (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay, our our, our eighth grade, Bo Burnham, was probably that girl.
0: That's true, that's true. Still?
2: Okay, I want to read you something here from a a short excerpt from an interview. Uh, The um, Slovakian, but I think she was born in what was then Czechoslovakia, but she's Slovakian. Uh, a journalist, other uh also filmmaker, Irena Brezhna. I was trying to find her uh nationality a minute ago. That's how I missed your rant. Sorry. Okay. Brezhna asks
0: Boomers have no time listening to millennials because they are too busy finding out people's nationality and uh <laughs> and, 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 and race. I mean that's that's it's beautiful, yeah. It's not only about nationality,
2: also I wanted to to know what, what she does. I mean, she makes an interview here, but what is she? Is she a, an author, a, a filmmaker, a journalist? It turns out she's all of them. Okay. So she asks Tarkovsky, Listen, I am deeply touched by your films. Your view of things seems so familiar, except that I can't see myself in them as a woman. Women play an absolutely traditional role in your films. The male world dominates, or better, there is only the male world. The woman is mysterious from the male point of view. She is loving, loving the man. Her whole existence revolves around her relationship with the man. The woman doesn't have a life of her own. So, Tarkovsky answers, I have never thought about that. Actually, this fire (laughs) is enough for me. This <laughs> far, it shows why he cannot, he could not create character. Because if you do not think about half of humanity, you cannot get to know human soul, human character. And imagine that half of humanity uh, also comprises the person uh, who, in most situations, in the normal, usual situation, uh, is the first human face you have ever looked at in your life, is the first human you have interacted with on an emotional level, at every level. And you ignore that part of humanity. How can you develop character? But let me uh, continue reading. I have never thought about that. I mean about the woman's interior world. It would be difficult to deny the woman her own world, but it seems to me that this world is very strongly connected to the world of the man that the woman is involved with. From this point of view, a solitary woman is an abnormality.
0: Wow. It's so, this is, yeah. the,
3: uh, uh, I don't That's, that's great. I'm yeah. Tarkovsky fan right now.
0: It's amazing. Do, do you guys know the, uh, the Sean Connery interview in which he goes on about slapping women? <laughs> no. that, 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 that's the only other uh, interview. This that is, that, that is this Frank <laughs> in its misogyny because uh, uh, yeah. Connery just says, of, of course it is okay to slap a woman. Um. It's uh, yeah. Um, no, lovely. <laughs> but yeah, that, that idea is great. You just don't
3: exist if you don't have a relationship with me.
0: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. I I, I also loved what, what 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 she said in her question about um the, She
1: was so respectful which she didn't deserve.
0: Well, she didn't know when she posed the question. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> who would expect such an answer? Like? <laughs> Anyone would be surprised. <laughs> no, but, uh, she, 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 she said in your films, uh, women are always uh, unknowable, mysterious, either mothers or lovers. And I think that too goes for all these, these, these boomer favorites. Yes. It's, always this way uh the, i i mean in Godard uh nissan you said that uh you you were so on point with that you 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 said alpha will is this city in which emotions are forbidden so the only thing that is left to women is being sex slaves and furniture because they cannot be mothers and lovers now because there's no emotion and and it's so it, it's fantastic that that, that that seems to have been the the, the viewpoint of all of these people. What's wrong with them?
2: But please don't use this to bash boomers. Bergman is another boomer f- uh, favorite, and he has women all over the place in his work.
0: That's true. That's true. Uh, he's also a favorite of mine. Um, but he was a Nazi sympathizer. So, so uh, you can you can either be. Uh, a, a misogynist or a nazi <laughs> one of the two <laughs> if you're a boomer <laughs> you have to you have to choose
2: there is not one single perfectly clean and nice person in the whole artistic world except for me you and tom hanks i was going to say tom hanks but okay.
3: <laughs> no lars you'll be canceled for killing that puppy
0: yeah yeah right i i knew i wouldn't get away with that
1: kill that puppy what <laughs> oh, I, uh,
3: this is- <laughs> I was like what <laughs>
0: I wasn't. Why wasn't I involved? I I, I, I thought we start a new rumor, but you're right. She <laughs> did kill a puppy on camera. On this. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, N- N- Nissan. We we're, we're both going to be so cancelled for this show at some point. Um, but 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 Yaron, you're in the US. Uh, isn't wasn't uh, Tom Hanks cancelled recently?
3: I have no idea. I try to learn as little as possible about people I enjoy watching or listening to their
0: music to or reading or whatnot. Because there's yeah. always something, always something. Incredibly clever approach. Uh, just have them be unknowable, like women. <laughs> 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 Actually, I really liked the first 45 minutes of this film um, when I thought it would go someplace. Like, uh, I liked the vibe, I liked the tone, but then it just stagnated in a way, um, except for one guy burning himself. That was, of course, awesome. Um but yeah, it it it, uh, it it just sort of ended, right? It 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 was weird. Like, uh, 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 did 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 you guys experience a, th- a similar thing, Yaron? When the film started, like l- say until the first half, did uh, w- were you on board with it or were you bored with it right away?
3: <laughs> mm, I, it was like going up and down for me. I was bored a bit right up to the scene where he meets that crazy guy. Mm-hmm. And then it became really interesting, and then it went downhill again. And then we saw boobs unexpectedly. So up and down.
0: Mm. Uh, as then do you have a similar experience? Um, maybe, but
2: yeah, I agree about the finale. I was, I was expecting something to happen. Then it just ended. It was just cut there and then i realized the whole my whole experience of watching this movie was expecting something to happen anyway i mean that's mm. the whole thing
0: i mean uh, on 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 paper in the end a guy burned himself that, that, that is something but but, but, like, but it wasn't resonant in any way yeah, like, we don't know why just pointless
1: and yeah th- and then that is kind of a game of thrones move like you can't do something really violent uh, just to shock if if it's about nothing and if it doesn't make anything with you.
0: But Nissan, it was about saving the world.
1: Yeah. But it,
0: but the world was already saved. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. I
1: don't know. I, I tried to give it a chance and I was having expectations. I mean, Solaris also had these boomer wives, but it kind of worked and it maybe we were more patient. Um, I thought Solaris was better or I, I could, uh, Better be on board with the story, um, and on this one, I because of of the backstory with with uh, my father and and uh, we liked Solaris a little, um and we, last week we had such a great experience. We expected that we will be so bored, and then we all were amazed by this film. So I I had good expectations, and I I tried to be patient. And I waited and waited and and waited, and then I just lost lost it. I I couldn't. I lost. I think the half of it. I just looked at the cats at some point.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, this was Tarkovsky's first non-Russian uh, film. His first film that he uh, produced outside of Russia. Um He would have won the Palme d'Or with it uh, in Ca- in Cannes. Um, because those people have no standards. Uh, but uh, thankfully, the Soviet Union uh, bravely blocked that, um, which made Tarkovsky really angry. Which is why he uh, was then adamant to never shoot a film in the Soviet Union again. Um, Wait, what won that year then? I don't know. I I don't know who won the Palme d'or. Who, what, what won the Palme d'or last year, Jaren <laughs> uh,
3: That that movie
0: that movie <laughs> it was probably a movie yeah i guess the year before that
3: oh that movie was great you should definitely watch that movie
0: <laughs> you're a poser <laughs> um let, let, let's not get caught up with a with a, with, with an unimportant uh mm-hmm. festival <laughs> uh i i i uh read this other thing about uh this film um like okay let me let me let me give the listener some context the last shot of this film is uh is a shot in which i think the guy lies on the ground i think so and then there's there's the dog that is around in this film and then the camera pans out and then we see that it's all taking place in like a gigantic uh, church ruin and then it starts to snow and there's so many elements to this shot there's so many um there's so many uh layers there's so many details that had to be nailed and there's tons of shots like that in this film and there are these films uh and it's also a thing that that uh, the the ski generation of directors um is is very known for um being obsessed with detail. Like uh they, they they have this image in their head and and the image needs to be exactly like that. And I think that is effort that in the end doesn't help anyone but the director. Because because if he wants to show me a beautiful tree and he has this exact image of a beautiful tree in his head and he takes a tree and and uh, a team of a hundred people chop away at the tree to make it exactly the way the director has it in his head uh that doesn't show me a more beautiful tree it just shows the director the same exact tree he had in his head um do you guys do you guys understand what i mean
1: i just had a shining (laughs) <laughs> I thought about what you just said and uh, what Jeren said, that he feels like he's getting too old for those kind of films. And we once had a conversation about uh, children being um, focused on details and uh, adults being focused on, um, how do you say it in jo- uh, English? Uh, like
0: like the, the 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 general picture, the big picture.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh this is so interesting because uh, you know you don't want to have have a conversation with a child who's focused on different details because you are nice and you try to be there for the child but it's boring because it's just a child you hmm. you want to have a conversation with an adult a- if, if that, if it's a proper adult.
0: Yeah, and so, especially the men of the boomer generations never children. grew up. Oh yes. my God, we, we did it again. It. <laughs> As then, what do you have to say for your generation?
2: Nagayama Bushiko. That means The Ballad of Nagayama. A film by Shohei Imamura that won the Palme d'Or. Instead of <laughs> tacos, <"Tarkos
3: Kretir." laughs> Focused on, <details. laughs> focus on detail I was focused
2: on detail And I watched that movie How was it? Uh, better than nostalgia
3: <laughs> Good, good, good really.
2: And I, I have watched Many of the films That uh, that was in the In the con that year
3: uh. Uh, I was going to come back to that attention to detail and like big set pieces. So you were just shitting about it now, but you were <laughs> praising that in uh, a Turin horse, which I, if I remember correctly, they spent like 100k or something building that wooden cabin, hmm. which was just a cabin. Go find a cabin and shoot it there. What the... F- <laughs> so- so, so choose
0: a side, first. Maybe he grew,
1: but while he was touring, horse, he was not thirty yet.
0: I I admit I'm not perfect. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, film term of the week. Um... Unexpected boob cinema. <laughs> unexpected boob cinema. I love that. I love that. Unexpected boob cinema. Um, uh, Nissan, do you have a film tour of the week?
1: I think unexpected boob cinema is great.
0: I, I love. I really <laughs> love that. because because uh, that 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 goes for most arthouse films, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. especially from this era, it's all yeah. unexpected boob cinema. <laughs> also,
1: the the Ingmar Bergman film we watched uh, after the rehearsal. Yeah, or that or was also very unexpected. actually. <laughs> <scenery. laughs> unexpected <laughs> boob cinema
0: <laughs> or, or a shame. Like uh, pretty much every Ingmar Bergman film is unexpected yeah, boob cinema. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I am um, going to go on an, uh, on one last tangent for this episode because I have a great film tour of the week. Also, there is a uh, the Gilmore Girls episode. Uh, It's in season four. I think it's one of the early, early episodes of season four. Um, And uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Girls uh, is set in Star's Hollow. And in Star's Hollow, there is a man called Taylor and he's something like the mayor of Star's Hollow. I think he is actually the mayor of Star's Hollow. OG boomer. (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, yeah. Um, And and, uh, 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 Taylor... um, Taylor always wants Stars Hollow to, to excel and he wants uh, everyone to t- take part in all these, in all these uh, activities. And he always organizes festivals and stuff. I, Stars Hollow is, is near and dear to him. I think I know what you're gonna uh, say. Yeah, I'm surprised you're this late to the party, but yeah. <clears throat> so, um, in this, in, in this particular episode of Gimmo Girls, uh, Taylor has uh, organized an, a very interesting festival. It is, uh, the Living Art Festival. In this festival, uh inhabitants of stars hollow uh get into costume and makeup uh, to imitate famous paintings and then they just stand around as the mona lisa and and it gets unveiled like the the, the curtain opens and then the, the 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 painting is is uh recreated there um and there is some some actual value in that we watched it and 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 like half the episode i was like that's so incredibly silly and stupid and then and then the actual festival took part and um being a resident of stars hollow myself um <clears throat> i watched it and i and i was like oh wow this is this is actually cool this is actually re- really great i think kirk I also did something won, awesome uh,
1: best uh, makeup um and stuff glo- uh, golden globes for this episode yeah and deservedly it so so uh uh impressing
0: so yeah that the, 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 there is art in in having um like yeah living art. (laughs) And I think much like uh, The Color of Pomegranates, which you watched for this podcast uh, by Sergei Mm -hmm. Parajanov, um, this film also was living art. And while I do think... Taylor is right in organizing a living art festival in Stars Hollow. I do not know <laughs> if I need to watch a recording of Stars Hollow's living art festival. Dear Andre, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> this is my, my film term of the week. Living art. And I think uh, th- these two aren't the only films like that. No, there are many, many. Like There is a
3: fairly recent Dutch movie, actually, that's based on famous Dutch paintings. And it's about putting those scenes in a living moment so the whole movie is based
0: on that see living art uh, I, actually i was i was planning to make a music video like that um but uh let's not talk about that now mm-hmm. do we have any things left to say nissan no <laughs> nissan has nothing to say about Sorry. tarkovsky's masterpiece nostalgia no, i mean I-
1: everything what I liked about it I already liked uh, in um, Solaris. I thought in the beginning where I was on board and I mean in the first hour or so I really gave it a shot. um i uh, I thought he he's really good at these hypno hypnosing moments and uh, slow transitions, but, No, and I don't even feel bad about it after my mom read this
0: interview. So (laughs) yeah, no, Tarkovsky is cancelled. Özden, anything left to say about this? I would still watch him, but uh... yeah, Boomer's never cancel people for horrible things they (laughs) did. I know. For instance, I
2: am I am curious about the mirror. Actually, I I think it's the one he made in Sweden,
0: or I think the sacrifice is the one he made in Sweden.
2: Okay, okay, sacrifice. Yeah. Uh okay he's he's not my guy. I don't um share his perspectives. I dislike his uh, religionism and his misogyny. Um he he wouldn't at least on this misogyny point he would have been different today if he worked today in in today's uh movie scene. I believe.
0: Well, Bergman was different then.
2: Yes, but Bergman is Swedish. This guy uh, was from Russia.
0: Do Russians have degenerated brains and so cannot cannot help but being misogynist? No, but culture is...
1: What about Keschlowski? He was from the same time, and he can write female characters.
0: I mean,
3: that's the problem with generalizing nations.
1: Okay, (laughs) but uh, like I said,
2: he in his I think Keschlowski is younger than him, no?
0: Uh, Yeah, Keschlowski is is definitely younger than him. That's true.
2: Okay, I I am maybe it's because I am getting old. I tend to accept people uh, in their within their own historical and cultural contexts. This doesn't mean uh, that I I like them or by accept, I uh, I do not mean I like them, I uh, think or feel like them, but okay, he, he is this. And uh, again, his cinema is not uh, so much to my liking, but I'm still, I continue to be curious uh about him for instance I would I would see uh I would want to watch mirror actually the mirror maybe others too but with long intervals of course I mean
0: yeah
2: in two years later maybe <laughs>
0: uh all right yeah uh, I I I guess you're right uh the guy's dead uh we cannot change him now and um there is something unique and fascinating about his movies and I guess we're going to come back to him Nissan Okay, but it's not
1: about changing one person. It's about changing structure structural thoughts and beliefs. And if you it didn't bring us anywhere to keep apologizing uh people uh doing shit all the time. So um yes, I'm I'm with the cancel culture.
0: Yeah, I I I, I think I think I agree with you there. Um, like I, 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 would, I would say, or uh, I would. I, the thing with artists is, sorry to interrupt, that
1: you can't separate that. It's always the same because art is what the, the expression of their selves. I was a big Luc Besson fan when I was a child and, um, now re- reading as an adult that he was a pedophile, he was a rapist. It makes sense when you watch Leon the Professional. It's not like oh but he did he made this great movie and you have to separate them. It makes sense. It's weird that this guy wrote this movie at that age.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um I I, I was going to say something similar because because uh I think it's easy to agree with with uh, your uh, initial statement uh, when it's about an artist and art that you don't like. And then 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 for me uh, it's it's less Luc Besson for me it's uh, Lovecraft who uh, who's whose love is uh, who whose art is incredibly important to me and i would not want to miss it um but i think that makes it important for me to engage with his viewpoints which he does express in his art they are part of that and uh to to uh, investigate why that speaks to me and i think that's that's like the work that one has to do if one responds to the art i think there's nothing wrong with liking art by horrible people because uh we all
1: do it because they're all horrible
0: people exactly uh, exactly I must, I must admit i'm a- I was a huge
2: Polanski fan and I cannot help but uh, feeling the same about his movies, but the man was a horrible person. He was a child rapist. I mean, he is a child rapist.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I think, I think, um, while I would uh, say like, uh, Nissan, like you said, initially, like uh, with that part of cancer culture that I I'm, I'm on board there. I think, um, <laughs> and, and, and this might be laziness on my part i think it's 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 un, not, not, not productive to then just go and ignore the art and not consume it anymore um and only consume art by a hundred percent ethical ethically correct people um but, yeah. but 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 it makes it doubly important for people who do enjoy the art and respond to the art uh to engage with the horrible viewpoints
1: yes and confront the uh, like the abusers it's in hollywood it's it's crazy that people are like murderers and just go away with it because they make such great art yeah it's it's not normal and uh, but it's 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 not only artists you know it's also politicians and uh i don't know important other people <laughs> i have
0: to restate that uh tarkovsky g- gave one um horribly stupid interview um which is on another level than
1: uh yes of course i mean just the disbelieving is um and i think you can watch a tarkovsky movie without knowing this without knowing that he is so open about his misogyny but you see in a movie that at least he has it inside him so um and we all were not even that fans of the movie. Uh, so we can, we don't have, to, of course, it's uh, he's dead and it's, he's not, uh, he was not a murderer or so, not that we knew. But um, we can uh, talk about it uh, as a problem because all these men like my father who watched this uh, movie and who loved it so much um, had those point of views this is actually uh, this is a subject
2: of discussion among uh, a lot of people and including feminists. One Turkish feminist, uh, for those who would know the name, Ayşe Duskan, said, uh, we cannot ignore the whole art put forth by these men, unfortunately. Um, okay, let's continue embracing the art, but also let's continue. Mentioning every time we talk about the art, we should also mention that the creator of that art was a bastard, was a criminal, was a rapist, whatever it is. Hannah Gadsby said something about this. She was, uh, she hates Picasso, Uh, so do I, and she was a huge fan, so am I. I traveled to Madrid twice just to see his uh, masterpiece, but he was a horrible man, yes. And uh, Gatsby said, okay, they say Picasso is a great man, was a great artist. That's correct, he was. But imagine the 16-year-old girl uh, he had sex with, he traumatized, and who could not become the artist she could have been because of the trauma and suffering Picasso uh, gave her. Maybe she could have been a Picasso, maybe she could have been something greater.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's uh absolutely great. Uh, again, uh, we should remember we we are talking about nothing like that in uh case of Tarkovsky, but about really horrible viewpoints. Um and so so probably there is something.
1: Yeah, I mean who has such viewpoints is probably not um
0: yeah 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 um the
1: good and bad
0: (laughs) and and that makes you a horrible person
1: consensual and bad
0: yeah yeah yeah. um no uh the 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 one thing i wanted to circle back to is uh the the the, uh, one last thing that is going to start you as start us on on multiple tangents but whatever uh is is the thing about uh, uh seeing people in their um in 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 the context of their times uh because because i think i think that's um, I, I I don't like that. I don't like. Uh, I, I think that's that's for me. That's the thing because I uh, grew up in Germany and we uh, have an older generation that keeps saying, "Well, you need to consider the context of the time. Everybody was a Nazi. Nobody would have had uh, an issue with gassing all the Jews." Yes, yes, people did have issue with that. And no, not everybody was a Nazi. The ones who weren't are just dead now because you guys fucked up. Um, I, I I I think uh, that 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 that, that cultural context and the context of time that that, that doesn't really um that's that that, that that that's not an excuse for anything because because as you said uh then when you when you when you when you talked about his views on women like when you said it's it's the first phase you see as a child and then you say with that half of humanity you cannot engage that's weird yeah that's weird i think there are uh, uh general things that you have like instincts that keep you from 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 that like people have Instincts that should keep them from uh, holding... Weird viewpoints like that, and people have instincts that should keep them from harming children and that should keep them from all kinds of stuff that people all through history have done and then excused with uh it was the times. No, it wasn't. It was the people. And in all of these in all of these eras, in all of these times, there were people who didn't participate in that. And um so 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 so, so I think nothing can be explained away with with uh time and, and, and place. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I, I completely agree agree and you can always make a test just think about yourself in 100 years um people will think uh yeah in co- in that context in turkey it it was um it was not normal uh, being a nationalist rather in the akp side or in, uh CHP side you are not so
2: yeah i i was i was about to say the um uh, tarkovsky's uh Opinions about women and the fact that Picasso or uh, Romansky, uh, Romansky,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Polansky
2: (laughs) had sex with underage girls uh, are not the same thing, but we do not know. if Tarkovsky had sex with underage girls or not.
0: Let's not assume he did.
2: Yes, of course, you are right. I, I was about to say these two are not the same things. Uh, one of them is just a conservative man. The others are uh, spoiled bastards who who think they, who thought they were entitled to anything. Um, but yeah, you, you are also right. This is, a, this is a difficult uh, political conundrum, actually. I mean, it's a very political thing, of course, what we are talking about. And as a woman, maybe I am supposed to be less forgiving. Um, not that I am particularly forgiving. I'm talking about Tarkovsky, of course. I, I wouldn't forgive uh, Romansky. <laughs> 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 uh But about Tarkovsky, um, well... Uh we, we should keep discussing this maybe. I, I don't see a practical solution. Yes, you are right, but then uh, all, all those the this world has been a, a men's world. Women need more empowering empowerment and Women need to be more involved in arts and everything, and today they are actually. Just in the last uh, 10, 20 years, so many things have changed. Today's world uh, is very different from Tarkovsky's world, let alone Picasso's world, who died many years before him. So, um yeah, we should... We should not, uh, this could be a good, healthy uh, starting point, I guess. Let us not forgive a man's crimes because he made great art and let us keep talking about this. Let us not uh, bury it. Let us not sweep it under the carpet.
0: Yeah, I love that. And again, in Tarkovsky's case, we are talking about an interview uh, and, and, and we've been talking about uh, people much more horrible. Uh, Jaren, do you have anything left to say before we are moving on to the favorite quote? Mm,
3: not really. My last note from the movie is a bit sad. So
0: what, what, what's the
3: note? That dog is probably
0: dead. That dog is probably dead. Yes, yes. It's, the movie is from 1983. It's a cute dog though, isn't like it? I like those stray dogs. Yaren, uh, what's your favorite quote this week? I have multiple this week.
3: I'll let you guys choose. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so the, one of them is actually might be the first line the main character man speaks to the woman. He says, I am fed up with all your beauties.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. We, we, we talked about that quote that I didn't understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm lukewarm on that. What, what else do you have? Mm -hmm.
3: The second one is, I don't remember who said this, but I think encompasses the whole movie amazingly and it's strong in that statement, in that sense. And it says feelings unspoken are unforgettable. There was no feelings spoken in this movie and I don't think anything is unforgettable in this movie. Yeah, I
0: I love it. Uh, Feelings unspoken are unforgettable would make a good tagline for this movie. Plus, I've read that quote in several positive reviews.
3: (laughs) 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 Okay, the last one is the... It's from the record player of The General... And it goes, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> the Chinese record that he played. <laughs>
0: That's my favorite quote. That's, that's, the, that's the best piece of dialogue in this film. It certainly is. Okay, I love it. I love it. Uh, this was this, this was a nice episode, guys. I had lots of fun. Thank you so much for joining us, Östin.
2: Thank you for having me. I, I hope I didn't talk too much
3: no no (laughs) you you always say that yeah you're here
0: to talk (laughs) okay we invite you to talk about
1: you i think we i didn't i wouldn't know what to talk about this movie so that's good
0: yeah this this would have been a silent episode uh we would have been the world's first podcast to have a silent episode i stole that joke from nissan um i think that was
1: uh, jaren's joke
0: oh i stole that joke from jaren Uh, talent borrows genius steals (laughs) next week uh, we're going to know more about Tarkovsky and Parajanov because we're going to watch I think the short documentary Islands it's about Tarkovsky and Parajanov I know nothing about this documentary it's just on this weird USB stick I found Um, Yeah, are you looking forward to this?
3: Uh, I was looking forward to it more last week before watching (laughs) Nostalgia We'll see. I mean, if it's a short, I always enjoy shorts.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's it's short. Uh, Nissan, you? When you said Tarkovsky,
1: I was like, oh. Uh, and when you said short, I was like, huh. It, it, it's it's <laughs> not by
0: Tarkovsky. It's about Tarkovsky.
1: Well, that can be interesting, of course.
0: Yeah, about Tarkovsky and, and Parajanov. We we like Parajanov.
1: I mean, Parajanov is, is the is the Armenian one. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you
0: yeah, he, he he made basically the same film but shorter and more colorful. Yeah. <laughs> and also,
1: he doesn't he doesn't, uh, for example, seem like a man man like a douchebag man. He
0: doesn't seem like a man man. I don't know what, what what's like a man man. He
1: he seems like no. I mean, he seems like women are there.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I, if the color of pomegranates was much more of a feminist uh, manifesto <laughs> than uh, nostalgia. Yeah, Is that's no, that's very debatable.
1: I don't know. Maybe I. I remember that was kind of there was a feminine guy, so that's kind of more open about his. All right, let's
0: let's see uh, the horrible stuff they say in this documentary. That's what we're going to be talking about next week. Uh those those episodes always get us very few clicks because uh, if we're talking about films nobody knows Uh, nobody (laughs) looks for podcasts (laughs) about them Um, guys
1: you have to give us reviews
0: yeah give us reviews uh and tune back in next week when we're going to be talking about the documentary islands by uh, about parajanov and uh, tarkovsky i've talked enough for one day so um i'm just going to say
2: bye. bye, bye bye
0: bye